Hello, everybody out there in the interzones and interwebs. It is I, Chris Marshall of the Payne Street Team, brought to you by Payne Auto Group Valleywide and PayneAutoGroup.com, where we have what you want. Look at us regardless. It's time for another edition of Payne Auto Talk. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, in this edition of Pain Auto Talk, it's going to be little old me for just a little while. And we're going to talk about something very, very important. All right. Uh, we're in the final, final hours and minutes and seconds of September, which means we're going into October. And that means it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. All righty. Now, uh, I am just your lonely uh, pain auto talk host here. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a physician. I am not a medical health care provider or expert. But I will say this. I was raised by one, and uh, she was a heck of a nurse and also a health science instructor. Um, I will say this. I pulled some data from online, and, of course, breast cancer is mostly a ladies' issue, but guess what? The guys, we are involved in that a little bit too, and I'll get to that here in a second. So uh, pulling some info from online and also a little bit of personal knowledge, a uh, quick shout-out uh, to my high school physiology anatomy teacher, Mary Lou Cavazos. Thank you very much. Yes, that's why... That's one of the classes I aced. <laughs> That's right. I actually got an A in that class. So a uh, round of applause and uh, salutations to you, ma'am. Oh, I'll tell you what. Water is life. Oh, yeah. Got to love ice water. The basics. And speaking of basics, I'm going to not go on a big, huge level of talking, you know, Latin terms and all this other jazz. Um I'm just going to talk in uh, layman's terms, just the average individual, the average citizen, and I'm hopefully going to get some good info out there. And um, we're going to start off with what what cancer is. What is cancer? Well, it's a broad term for a class of diseases that are characterized by abnormal cells that grow and invade healthy cells in the body. Remember, folks, we all start at a cellular level, one cell starts off as one cell and it starts dividing and dividing and dividing. And guess what? Over time and growth, we, uh, we're, we're all humans at that point and we all just grow a little bit bigger over time. We grow into you know, babies and toddlers and you know, oh, the terrible twos. Oh Lord. I remember those days. <laughs> well, being a parent, but, uh, you know, little kids into adolescence and on into adulthood. But we all start out as cells. Now, with breast cancer, that means it's in a certain location. That's the uh, chest area. And ladies and gents, that's the area of the breast. And uh, the thing is, when cancer develops there, it can invade the surrounding tissues and spread, which is a big word, metastasize. And the... The thing that makes breast cancer very, you know, all cancers to get them treated is important. Breast cancer, guess what? That's on your chest. That's outside of your rib cage. What's on the inside of your rib cage or your thoracic cavity? <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Cavazos. 
Um, <clears throat> that would be your heart and your lungs and your liver, and those are pretty dang important last time I checked. All right? So we want to you know, combat this stuff as soon as we discover its presence. All right? And when it comes down to breast cancer, yes, it is a ladies' issue. But guess what? It can develop in men. Yes, women's bodies and men's bodies are different. But guess what? We're also kind of the same, too. Because guess what? Usually, men around the age of 50 are diagnosed, but not as often. Due to us guys thinking, well, I'm a guy. I'm not getting breast cancer. Well... Slow down there, hoss. Guess what? It can happen to you. Some of the tissue is very much the same. So, guys, if you notice a lump or a tumor in your chest area, you will want to get it checked out by a doc. Okay? Your physician, your general practitioner, I'll say the, the abbreviation GP. All right? So, yes, it affects mostly women, but sometimes guys. And also, guys... Support your ladies out there, whether it's your spouse, your mother, your aunt, your kids, your grandma. Hey, be there for them. Alrighty, that being said, let's go into the statistics and numbers when it comes down to breast cancer. Now, this is uh, as of the year 2022 in the United States, and it is estimated that 287,000 plus new cases of invasive breast cancer will be diagnosed in women in the U.S., as well as over 51,000 new cases of non-invasive breast cancer, all right? 65% of breast cancer cases are diagnosed at a localized stage, which means there is no sign that the cancer has spread outside of the breast area, all right? And this year, an estimated 43,500 plus women will succumb to and die from breast cancer in the U.S. And that's why education, action, and support is so important. Now, fellas, guys, we get breast cancer too. Not in great numbers, but it does happen. And in 2022, it is estimated that over 2,700 men will be diagnosed with breast cancer in the U.S. And approximately 530 of us will probably die from it. All right. Now, back to the ladies, one in eight women in the U.S. will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. And every two minutes, a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer in the United States. Now, it is also the most common type of cancer in women, except for skin cancers. But it's estimated that approximately 30%, 30 30%, of all new women cancer diagnoses will be breast cancer. All right. Now, we got the stats on that. Let's go to the preventative measures. We're going to talk about exams and screenings and testings. All right. Now, everything starts at the little level, the small level, and that is the self-examination. That means, ladies, you're going to be the first ones to know. Now, in high school health classes, maybe even junior high, but also maybe your mom, your aunt, your grandmother, or your uh, family practitioner, your, your doc, has showed you how to do a self-examination. If not, you can research it with them, go online. I'm pretty sure that Google and YouTube have uh, some pictures, some diagrams, and also a video or two to show you how 
to properly do a self-exam. And guess what, fellas? You're in this mix too, so guess what? You can do this as well, all right? Uh, should examine about once a month. That's right, one time a month, examine. And uh, you, if you find any unusual changes or maybe a lump in that area, go ahead and make an appointment with your healthcare provider for a follow-up. When you go in there, they'll do what's called a clinical breast exam. They will go through a, uh, a whole exam, too. They'll do it manually with your hands like you do with your self-exam. And uh, they look for lumps and other areas of concern in the area. Now, after your self-exam and your clinical exam will come the most popular screening you've probably heard of, and that is a mammogram. It is simple. It is routine. And uh, most women start getting this around age 40. But I will say this. If you have a history of cancer in your family, be it breast cancer or not, you might want to go ahead and start your screenings a little bit earlier than that. That way you can get a jump on it. They have digital mammograms, and there's all sorts of technology that they use to view the specific area. And um, they can zero in on any area of concern, and you'll get a follow-up diagnostic mammogram that focuses on said area. From there, it goes into the uh, MRI. Now, that uses radio waves and magnet technology. You've probably seen it on TV shows and movies. Somebody's laying down on a table, and it goes inside this tube. For that, it may be uncomfortable for some folks that may be a little bit claustrophobic. But nowadays, you get on that table I'll say this, it looks like a giant donut and you're just passing through the donut hole and they go in once and they come back and it only takes a couple of minutes compared to the wait you'll have in the waiting room. It's like 90 seconds to maybe two minutes tops. Um, I've had family members get their MRIs that way for cancer screenings. And let me tell you something, it's, it's just that quick. And uh, they usually said, oh, are we done? It's like, yeah. It's already done. They've got the data. It's on the computer, and the docs and techs will review it, and they'll give you your results. From there, from the uh, MRI, they also have an ultrasound. And an ultrasound, ladies, it's just like when you are carrying your little one in utero, in your belly, pregnant with that little bundle of joy, and the docs want to take a look at it. Guess what? They sit there. They put a little bit of that uh, jelly on there. They put the uh, little deal. It looks like a microphone on there. And it's bouncing those sound waves. And they can look at that area there. And uh, simple, non-invasive, painless, and what have you. And I will say this. I hope that uh, your results turn out great, that uh, there's nothing found. If there is, guess what? You will talk to your physician. And you will take action from there. Uh, your your physician, you may have a personal relationship with them. It may be somebody that you just met. But remember, no matter what, these professionals, you are hiring them for their talents, their skills, and abilities to troubleshoot any ailments that may be affecting your body and mind. So when they come to the portion of speaking to you about taking action or even a consultation, if they tell you, do you have any questions, fire away. Do not waste time. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Ask them. They will have answers. And also, uh, when it comes to support, your docs and physicians, 
They know your case right off the bat. There's also fellow um, patients and survivors. You may know them, you may not, but guess what? They are there and they have all the information that you need. And I suggest this, get you a, a clipboard, one of the ones that opens up, get you a little spiral notebook, plenty of pens, pencils, uh, erasers, write a lot of stuff down. Every business card of every doc, every specialist, every member of your team. That way you will have this big record of not only what they have in the doc's office, but your own personal record. That way, you know, cancer is a very trying thing for some folks. And it's hard to remember all this, especially if you're not a doctor and you're not in the medical profession, uh, the field of medicine then some of the terminology may not uh, come natural to you. But guess what? You write it down, keep a record of everything, and guess what? You can uh, cross-reference that with a doctor and nurses, and it will be faster results. It will be more to the point and really in fine detail, and it speeds things along, okay? So ask those questions, take a bunch of notes, and get ahead of that problem and issue, Alrighty. Also, support from your docs and also fellow patients and survivors. Don't forget about folks with, uh, there's national organizations, and more than likely in your area, there is a local branch or chapter. You can even uh, Google uh, breast cancer support near me. Google probably has that answer. Also, your faith-based organizations, your house of worship, your church, your synagogue, what have you, they probably have meetings there as well. And I will say this, as the father of three wonderful young women, knowledge is power. I know how cancer affects a family firsthand, um, and I highly suggest and recommend that you take the appropriate preventative measures against breast cancer and that's through knowledge and education and the actions necessary to combat this affliction head on okay and this is all in hopes that one day medical science will be so advanced that it will be able to prevent it to a very very small decimal point probability of occurring and with that it may just unlock the key to all the other cancers and we can really eradicate uh, cancer as much as we can on any and every level. And that's what I hope for you, my fellow listeners, my fellow citizens and wonderful folks out there. All right. So October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month nationwide, worldwide, and of course at Payne Auto Group Valley wide. And uh, we got you back with support and, of course, we're in the business of selling vehicles, servicing them. And guess what? Um, if you have any questions about our supporting breast cancer with our company and all of our employees there within, go ahead, ask us. We may be able to help you out with some knowledge. You're not alone in this world, ladies and gentlemen. And we show our support locally and we love being involved with our community. We're even showing it with some big pink bows. But the pink bow, the pink ribbon, is the uh, symbol of breast cancer awareness for the month of October. Alrighty. So, here's some little tidbits of knowledge. I hope it's helped you all out with that. And uh, we got your back. We got your six. 
when it comes down to breast cancer awareness. All right. Take the appropriate measures. God be with you and your family. Once again, I am Chris Marshall of the Payne Street Team, brought to you by Payne Auto Group Valleywide and PayneAutoGroup.com, where we have what you want. Loketuqueres, regardless. And we are gone.